Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. How many are so thankful that we do not stand on our own power and our own strength? Anybody else feel weak sometimes? Feel like you're inadequate, unqualified? I'm so thankful that the spirit of God the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Today, we celebrate that it is not only just out there in the universe for us to worship, but it is living inside of us when we come into Jesus. Woo, buddy. That not get you excited? That gets me pumped. So I'm like, that same power that rose Jesus from the dead is now inside of me. So when we say, mountain move, it's easy. In G, get out of here. In mountain move, mountain move. The power that's in us. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for your power that's alive today and alive in us. Pray that you would just touch our hearts, speak to the depths of who we are. Today, we just surrender all we are. In fact, would you do that? Would you just lift your hands and say, God, I surrender to you. Let your word touch me deep. Where no man's word can touch, God, your spirit, we just invite you into this place. Speak to us, let it be life transforming that we leave here different, alive in our purpose to know who you are as Christ and Lord of our lives. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. And everybody said, amen. You may be seated. Thanks for, thanks for rocking out life. When Jesus came to the world, he came on a mission. See, we've been talking about how God's not mad and how God loved the world so much that he had to do something to take away the separation that was there. See, when sin came into the world, it separated us from God. So there's this gap, and Jesus came with one sole purpose, to take away the gap, so that we could be reunited with the Father. We could know how much he loves us. And so when Jesus came, we celebrate that on Good Friday. Jesus went to the cross, and he died for all sins. His perfection made him the perfect sacrifice. So that when his blood was shed, it covered over all things, no matter how bad they are or how deep and dark they are, he covered over all of them so that we could be made pure and holy in his name. When Jesus died, that was an incredible thing. But guess what? We don't stop there. We don't gather in this place today to celebrate that we serve a God who lived a good life. We don't even celebrate the fact that he lived a good life and he died for us. We don't stop there. The reason we all are sitting in this room and have hope and peace and know who we are is the fact that Jesus not only lived a good life and he not only died, but he rose again from the dead. And in that resurrection power is where we gain our power. It's where we gain our authority. And so today, man, I, I feel like, if, if we go back to that day and if the devil knew what the true plan and purpose of Jesus's death was, I guarantee you he wouldn't have tried to kill him. He would have done everything in his power to shift it and stop Jesus from going to the cross. 
Because he would have seen the ultimate perfection that happened when Jesus did that. He broke the law of sin. Now all creation can come to him freely. Now we can all come to him and take on who he is and take his forgiveness and grace and mercy. We were just talking about this the other day in the car. Talking about um, Zion was like, hey, quiz me. He's a learner. He loves to learn. Um, So he's kind of like his dad but he's like super smart. So, you know, it's like, like, there's a little difference there. But like, he's like, hey dad, quiz me. Tell me some words I don't know. And I was like, all right, well, we were talking about sanctification. So we talked about sanctification. I was like, do you know what that word means? He's like, dad, that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, I know. Let's talk about that. And then we talked about grace. I said, do you know what grace means? He said, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's what Jesus gives us, right? And I was like, yes, grace is something given that's not deserved. So I say, when, when I tell you, Zion, this time I'm going to give you grace. Have you ever heard daddy say that? Yes, I've heard you say that many times, dad. Okay, when I tell you I'm going to give you grace this time, it means you deserve something different, but I'm going to give you something you don't deserve. And God gave us the gift that none of us deserve. None of us can stand before him and say, yep, it's good. I deserve that forgiveness. I deserve that grace, and I deserve that mercy. None, all fall short. And so when we come to the Father, it's literally receiving something that we should not and cannot qualify to receive. But he gave it, he gave it freely. And when Jesus rose again from the dead, he broke all things that held us back from receiving his grace and his mercy. (laughs) That's so good. And God called out and Jesus came just for you. I want to pick up the story. So we know, we know the whole thing of Jesus dying on the cross. He went to the grave, right? They rolled the big old stone to block the grave so no one could steal him. He couldn't get out, make sure he stayed in there because there was something in the air, something shifting that they knew something was going on. And so they guarded him. And what happened? All of a sudden on the third day, the angels came, stone was rolled away and Jesus was risen. Now we find the people that have been following him for years, they're coming to the gravesite to revisit Jesus. We find Mary, they come in to prepare his body for burial. And so they get there, they find he's not there. They're a little shocked, a little taken aback. And I wanna pick up the story in John chapter 20, verse 11, if you're following with me. It says, now Mary stood outside the tomb crying, As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? And she replied, they have taken my Lord away. I don't know where they have put him. Isn't it incredible that Mary was so caught up in not finding Jesus that she was so distracted to see that she was seeing a miracle. There was angels in the tomb. She totally missed it. I wonder how many miracles we've missed because we're looking for the right thing in the wrong place. She was looking for Jesus. She was looking for something to fill the void. And I don't know where you are today. Maybe you've come in here and you are searching. I mean, my friend, you are searching to fill that void. You can't find peace, you can't find joy, and you're looking for it in all the wrong places. Can I tell you that the grave is not the place to look for true life? And Mary, she was so broken, so weeping over 
where Jesus had gone, she missed the, the fact that she's talking to an angelic being. Like, that's crazy. The Bible says that their, their clothes were like lightning. It was obvious who they were. But how many know that when we're searching for the wrong thing, when we're searching in the wrong place, sometimes we can miss the glory of the Father revealed in our everyday life. She missed it. And I don't know how many of you in this place, man, you're searching for that filling of the void. And you're searching for it in your career. You're searching for it even in your marriage. Maybe you're trying to rest all your peace in, and you're trying to get that all out of your spouse. Maybe you're trying to get it out of a relationship. You're trying to pursue a career and pursue a, a, you're starting a job. Maybe you have mentors that you're, you're relying on. Maybe it's something, you, you, you know, you're, you're doing yoga every day, you know? You're working out, you're feeling good, you're, you're getting healthy. Maybe you try to fill it with that void, but you're weeping over your life because you can't find peace. And you find yourself at the grave, crying over something that you cannot find. And the angel said, why are you crying? Why are you crying? At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize it was Jesus. Crazy. He asked her, everybody say this with me, woman. Woman? <laughs> I love the Bible sometimes. It's funny. Woman, why are you crying? And this is Jesus, so let's just go there for a sec. He doesn't need to ask her why she's crying. He knows all. He can see into her thoughts, see into her heart. He never has to ask us anything, right? But don't you love that God is not a God of the mass? He's a God of the individual, and he always takes us into a process. He had to let her know where she is. She had to realize where she was. So he asked her, woman, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Can I ask you that same question today? Why are you crying? What are you crying over? What has brought you that place of brokenness? The place where you're at the end of yourself and you find yourself so beat up. Jesus today asks you a simple question. Why are you crying? What are you looking for? She replies to Jesus. She says, listen, thinking he was the gardener. Listen, my Lord was here and he's not. If you've moved him, please let me know where he is. Sometimes we can even pass the blame on others, right? Hey, if you stole my joy or she did this to me or he did that and you took what I had, if you had taken it, bring it back. I need it. I need that which I felt before. That peace, that hope, that joy. And look how he replies. Jesus said, Mary. He said, Mary. He spoke her name. He saw her through all of the things that he was doing to accomplish on the earth. He looked in one name, one name alone, Mary. He spoke directly to her. I don't know how many of you, you've heard him calling your name. And maybe you haven't realized it. Maybe you've just felt this urgency, this calling to do something great, or this calling for peace. And you fill the void, you feel it every day. 
You wake up and sometimes you don't even want to get out of bed. Sometimes you don't even want to press on, but you feel an urgency, a, a drawing to it. And it's Jesus calling your name. And he doesn't yell to everybody, hey, everybody, Connie. He calls you individually. And he said, Mary. And in that moment, her eyes were opened. And she said, teacher, it's you. And today I wonder, in this, this Easter celebration today, just as we've celebrated who he is, maybe you come in today still crying over the grave, still crying over those things that you're trying to fill and you're trying to find hope. You're trying to find peace. But can I tell you, my friend, today, Jesus is calling your name to find true peace, to, try, to, to find true love, to know that you are forgiven. And you're not only forgiven of your past, you're redeemed for your future. You're not only set free of the things that held you, now you are coming alive to the things that you should be holding. The things that the kingdom of God are coming alive in your life when you come to know Jesus. So today is very urgent for me because I've accepted him as my Lord. There are many in this room that have been on that journey where they've come to that place to say, you know what? Jesus is the only way. And I'm gonna accept him as my Lord and Savior. We felt the hope, we felt the peace. And I don't know where you are on the spectrum. Maybe you look at Jesus as just some great man, some great prophet. You know, maybe you just know that he wrote a book, you know, and he has a book out there. He's one of the great authors, you know. I don't know how you sit with Jesus. Maybe you're mad at him. You think he's angry at you. You've had things go down in your life that, that don't really come out to the same meaning as what we talk about here. But it's what you read in the word of God. You've experienced something different. I don't know where you are today. All I know is that Jesus is calling your name and he calls to you individually. Say, come to me. Come away from the grave. It's not there. Come away from the things you've tried to pursue and tried to fill. Take the pressure off. It's in me. It's in me. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.